Good morning, my peachy friends. I am on my way into the city to the salon. So hopefully um, the background noise of the car (laughs) isn't disturbing this podcast. Um, You know, I'm really trying to be mindful when I record these podcasts to try to be helpful and, you know, positive. Sometimes I find myself recording a podcast because, of course, I always have a lot to say. And then I'm like, ah, nah, I'm not sure if I want to post that. So I've actually deleted a couple of podcasts so far um, because I was like, nah, that's a little negative. <laughs> so, but, you know, um, I haven't really gotten too much feedback. So if, you know, anyone out there in podcast land, you know, uh, wants to give me some feedback as far as, you know, what they'd like to hear on this podcast, or, you know, if you actually do want to hear all my thoughts. (laughs) So, you know, I could just put it out there for you guys, because you never know what's going to be helpful. Um, You know, my goal, of course, is to inspire, motivate, and impact somebody's life. Um, I know that a lot of times people, you know, especially on social media, just want to post all of their highlights, everything's so fabulous, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's really nothing to learn from that, you know. Um, You know, in life, it comes trials and tribulations and some suffering. And, you know, if we can share our trials and tribulations, if we can share our suffering with each other, you know, that's an opportunity for us to all learn from each other. And then maybe, um, you don't have to have to go through something, say I went through, because you're like, oh, glad Sarah told me that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then, you know, maybe I'm listening to somebody's podcast and hearing what somebody is saying. And, you know, I can take heed in my life. You know, I've been to so many, uh, you know, seminars. I've been to like Tony Robbins seminars, <laughs> Success America seminars. <laughs> And, you know, it's like, rah, 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 you know, everything's so great. Like, but I will tell you in those moments where they talked about some of their trials and tribulations, that's where I got my aha or I got my direction to go in. Because again, you know, what is there to learn from, yo, you know, what's up, everybody? Check me out. I'm over here in my Bentley. Here's my private island. Like, well, (laughs) I can't learn anything from that. I can definitely learn from the book you read or maybe the course you took or who your mentor is um, or maybe a challenge you face. Now, I can learn from that and then maybe that'll lead me on the path to success um, on my journey. So I guess today I really wanted to talk about something heavy (laughs) Um, and, um, you know, I really wanted to talk about addiction because, you know, it's something that everybody needs to talk about. And we need to start having those deep conversations with people. I just feel like everybody's so scared to have tough conversations. You know, everybody just wants to talk about the weather. They want to talk about, you know, baseball, you know, the news. Um, But the only way we can actually change and get better is to really start having those tough conversations Um, And I kind of, even for myself, you know, find, and that's where my compassion has to come in. (laughs) I long to have deep and meaningful conversations with people. 
And, um, you know, I, you know, I, I find myself, I, you know, I should have been on the debate team because <laughs> I like to challenge people and, um, I like to challenge myself and I try to grow and I try to learn and try to have some sort of understanding and perspective because that can help me along the way. And then if I can do that, then I don't have to, you know, learn the hard way all the time. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of learning as I go, <laughs> you know, not saying that hard times or difficulties won't come. However, if I'm constantly exposing myself to challenges and putting myself in hard situations and facing um, hard things on a daily basis, self-inflicted, when true hard times come, I can ride them out a lot better, you know? It's, you know, it's just like, you know, if you're training all day long, you know, going to the gym two, three hours, you do your spiritual work, um, you know, you're putting yourself, maybe you're deciding to take on a challenge. Maybe I know a lot of people do those mud runs and things like that, or they do marathons, you know, you're conditioning yourself to be tough, to be strong. So when hard times come along, you don't fall apart and you can be there for the people around you and actually help them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of running for the hills, <laughs> like a turncoat. So, um, so that's just me. You know, I happen to personally go through a lot of hard and tough times in my life. So that's what makes me tough because I decided to get up to the plate and just start hitting those balls and, um, just, you know, just, you know, get to work, um, despite how I feel, you know, so every single day I get up, doesn't matter how I feel, you know, if I'm sad, I'm going to have to work sad. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I'm upset, I'm going to have to work upset. And, you know, you eventually let your body know who's in charge, your mind know who's in charge, you know? So if all the time you only do things when you feel like it, you don't get much done. So I really wanted to have the conversation about addiction. Uh, I guess one of the things that really upset me during the whole COVID crisis was, you know, I was looking at the statistics as far as, you know, people who were, you know, dying of COVID. Of course, you know, there has to be a lot of other underlining, underlining conditions, you know, for you to die of COVID. Um. And, you know, then I started actually looking up, well, what are the statistics, what are the, you know, the other things that people die of? And one of the highest um, rates of death are drug overdoses. And come to find out over the past four years, just in America, over 400,000 people have died of drug overdoses, you know? And, and I will tell you, there is not one part of my life personally that has not been touched by addiction. And I think that's what we need to talk about, you know, and addiction, you know, let's talk about it. <laughs> you know, I had, um, I had someone working for me and I won't say her name, you know, to protect her family um, and her friends, but she was a, an amazing worker. I mean, she was the type of person. She walked in and she lit up the room. She had a great personality and a daughter. And I never met anyone who worked at the salon that would sell more than her. <laughs> she would upsell everything <laughs> and sell everything. And I used to sit and watch her. I'm like, how is she doing this? <laughs> but people, you know, she had this great personality and people loved her. 
so, um, but she had a drug problem and she ended up overdosing, um, on heroin, you know? Um, and, and so it was just devastating, you know, and then I had to, you know, her clients were, you know, DMing, you know, trying to contact us on social media and, you know, where, you know, where is she? And, you know, I was like, you know, she passed away and it, and it, and it was really hard. And, um, you know, and so it's just, and there's so many, you know, that's just one personal story, but I could go on and on and on about a lot of other personal stories. So it's something that affects my life and I'm so tired of it. And I'm so frustrated um, about it because what it comes down to is it comes down to, it's like, we're these human beings and nobody ever teaches us how to um, operate our systems, our mind, right? Our emotions and our physical body, right? So it's like, you know, just if, you know, cognitive therapy is, um, you know, it's a practice in psychology that says, you know, the thoughts you think, right, will create an emotion, right? And that emotion is what leads to the behavior. So if you can learn to, um, you know, control more of your thoughts, then you're not going to have those negative emotions. Because when you think a thought, you know, those thoughts create emotions in your body, right? So if you're constantly replaying every bad thing that happened in your life and you're worrying about every uh, thing that could go wrong in your future, you know, you're in emotional turmoil because your body experiences your thoughts as if they're real. And unfortunately, a lot of people, a lot of parents, right? And it's nobody's fault. It's just that, you know, you know, man's greatest burden, burden is ignorance, you know? So, um, you know, you really have to learn, you got to read the books. And unfortunately, you know, our, you know, if your parents don't know about a lot of psychology and spirituality and, um, knowledge as far as how to run your operating systems, your mind, your emotions, your physical body, right? Um, you know, you're kind of up shit's creek because it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> you know, us as human beings, we're like this complicated computer and nobody gives us the operating manual. <laughs> yeah, so we just fucking up everything left and right, <laughs> you know? So, you know, your mind, you know, when, you know, so, you know, one of the things that you can do to start, you know, reprogramming your mind, right? Because everything you're thinking is just going into your subconscious mind, right? So you have your awareness, your conscious mind, and you have your unconscious mind, right? And all your thoughts, everything you think are just getting downloaded into a belief system. And your belief system is like your hard drive. <laughs> you know what I mean? So basically, one of the things you can do to override you know, and stop all this negative thinking is to say, I disagree with that thought and say a positive thought, right? So you have to hardwire a new circuit system in your brain and in your body, you know? So if you're hardwired for stress, anxiety, worry, you know, it's going to take some time to unwind that circuitry. Um, one of the things I do in the morning is, you know, I say positive affirmations, right? Um, you know, the most successful people in the world, they usually say positive affirmations two to three times a day. 
because you have to tell yourself what you want, even if you don't believe it. And if you tell yourself it long enough, that becomes your new belief system. So you got to like reprogram yourself. (laughs) So one of the things I do is um, if I have a thought and it just pops up in my head, I don't beat myself up for having that thought. So what happens is you have a thought and it's negative. And then not only do you have that thought, then you experience the negative emotions. Now you judge the thought. Now you feel guilty and you feel ashamed. So the key is, is to forgive yourself. Just say, I disagree with that thought. Have a new thought and don't judge it because you see it just starts a whole shit storm, right? So, you know, if you've been negative all your life, guess what? It's going to take years and years to kind of unravel all that because healing, you know, doesn't happen overnight. You know, becoming and transforming yourself into somebody new takes years and years and you're going to have to have patience to do that, right? So, you know, the other thing is your physical body, you know? Oh, you know, I don't have energy. It's like, you know, people say they can't keep, you know, what are they doing? They're drinking Red Bull all day, energy drinks. They're eating like shit. They eat one big meal once a day and they never work out. Uh, Hello? (laughs) You know, your body can't function like that. You know, you should be eating. If you learn, if you read about nutrition and health, it, you know, that we're not meant to be sedentary beings. You got to go to the gym and exercise for a half an hour to an hour every day, right? Okay, and then um, that helps with your mind, body, spirit because everything's connected. Then you have to eat every two, three hours, you know, and what gives you energy is eating healthy carbs. So like brown rice, sweet potatoes. You have to have healthy oils. So the carbs, healthy carbs gives you energy. You need need to eat them every two, three hours. The oils, healthy oils, avocado, olive oil, things like that, help your joints, right? Keeps everything moving good. And, and, and uh, um, omega fatty acids for your brain, right? And then you also need protein. The protein is what helps your muscles. So you should be eating healthy fats, healthy um, carbs, and healthy protein every two, three hours. You know, drink a gallon of water a day. You know, you should have some vegetables in there because that's what's going to keep your system running clean, right? Try to eat stuff that's, you know, farm-raised, organic, right? So you don't have pesticides and and crap in your food, right? You know, get rid of dairy, you know, that causes dairy and sugar, you know, (laughs) that causes acne and a whole other host of problems. You can do stevia and agave and all kinds of stuff. So that's your physical body, right? So if you want to feel good, it's mind, body, spirit, right? Now, you know, if you're an addict, you know, it's, 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 as the Buddhist would say, it's monkey brain. You know, you have not trained your brain to behave, you know? So, you know, it is like a perpetual adolescent as far as emotionally and mentally. So, um, and I, I know what it's like to have addict brain, you know, it took me a long time to tame this brain. (laughs) You know, I actually went to a meditation uh, class um, when I was down in Miami. It was called One World Academy. And it was really great. I was actually just rereading my journal from that class this morning. And um, what it taught me to do, I mean, I just remember sitting in that class like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I need to be on the beach. I'm like, can I get some reservations to Joe's Crabs on South Beach? My mind was not there, you know? And it was just because I really hadn't learned how to really just slow down, 
slow my brain down and just relax and just be in the moment. And, um, and so, you know, readings helped me with that. Meditation has helped me with that. When I first started meditating, I can only meditate for like a minute, (laughs) then like two minutes. So I didn't beat myself up, you know, so I just did, you know, I was like, okay, so I did one minute, two minute, three, four, five. I thought I would never get to five minutes. I was like, wow, this brain is really out of control. You know, now I can meditate for 20 minutes up to 60 minutes, you know, because I've learned to train my brain to focus. And because of that, you know, it's very easy for me to get through material and actually learn things because I can calm my brain down enough to be able to focus, right? So part of the whole spiritual journey that you're going to need to take, it's an emotional journey, you know, because you'll never, ever be successful in any part of your life until you learn to control your emotions, right? So you got to learn to tame your brain first. (laughs) You do that through meditation. Then you can start to manage your emotions better because the thought comes first and then comes the emotion, right? So as soon as you learn to quiet yourself, but the reason why people are addicts is because they have a lot of unhealed trauma from their childhood or throughout their life that they've repressed and they don't want to deal with and they don't want to think about. Uh, Because for some reason, if they feel like they think about it, (laughs) you know, they're, you know, they might die or something. I'm not exactly sure, but (laughs) you just, you know, it's just very, very painful and they don't want to experience any of those negative emotions. And so when you actually get still and quiet, you have to encounter some of those emotions. And the spiritual journey is really peeling back the onion, right? And peeling back the onion is getting to your truth and getting to your traumas, your, um, you know, hurts, your things about you that need to be healed. And so before you can get to the healing, you have to address the traumas and you have to have compassion for yourself. You have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive others, right? No matter how horrible or what was done to you, right? And and the reason why you can eventually get there is through compassion. Because the only reason another person hurts another person is because of trauma. Not because they're evil, quote unquote. It's because some they were abused or they had trauma or there was some mental illness, you know? And you have to forgive. And you and you can forgive because you have to be able to try to understand why that person is doing what they're doing. And then you're going to, you know, you get to a place of forgiveness, have compassion for yourself, forgive them, forgive yourself, accept what happened, fully accept, right? And don't judge it anymore. Don't have shame and guilt. And then you're going to get to a place where you accept yourself, you forgive yourself, you forgive others. And then now you can get to your truth. And your truth is what are the desires in your heart, right? So um, it says in the Bible that God will give you the desires of your heart. What is true for you, right? So many people, you know, 
um, as they're evolving, you know, I guess from age like five to 10, you really know, (laughs) you really know what's true for you. But as you grow up, you know, the people around you a lot of times are fearful, you know, they've tried to take the hero's journey and maybe some of their dreams didn't come true. So now they're scared for you. And, or maybe they don't even know, like say, just for example, you know, my son, wanted to be a tattoo artist. And I was so fearful for him because I knew nothing about what life would be like if you became a tattoo artist. So I started researching schools. I'm like, there's no schools out there. You have to get like an apprenticeship, right? So, but that's what was true for him. And thank goodness my son has a very bold spirit. He just, you know, despite what anybody said, he just kept marching out into life, what was true for him and his heart, that's really, really inspiring, you know? And I was very fearful because at the end of the day, I just want my son to be happy and safe and successful. And so my fears aren't necessarily coming from a place of, you know, I don't love him. It's just that I just want the best for him, but I couldn't see his vision because I know nothing about what he wanted to do. And for me growing up, you know, I was always super, very artistic. When I was younger, I used to be the one that used to create all the artwork that the teacher would put on the walls. And I believe some of my artwork is still hanging at my elementary and my middle school. But somehow, some way along the line, I got the messaging that, you know, starving artist, <laughs> you know, you got to do something that's practical. You know, you got to do something that's going to make money and all these different things. And so, um, you know, at my core, I'm really like an artist. And so I think that's why I did makeup um, for so long, because for me, I always feel like artists really need to express themselves. And we express all of our emotions, how we're feeling in a really healthy way through, you know, whatever it is, sculpting, say makeup artistry, illustrating. And it's very satisfying to just get that energy out that's inside of you. And, um, and so I just believe that, you know, peeling back that onion is, you know, you got to peel back. Here's your mom's expectations, your dad's expectations, your family's opinions, your family's belief system, you know, um, what society says. So you got to like peel back, peel back, peel back all of those layers. And then you get, finally get to your truth, (laughs) you know, what's true for you. And then you have to finally stand up to yourself, to your family, to the world. And you have to say, no, this is who I am. And this is what's true for me. I'm so sick and tired of suffering anymore. I accept who I am. As a matter of fact, I'm going to step out into the world and I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to step out into the world. I'm going to be a minister. I'm going to step out into the world and I'm going to be for my son, a tattoo artist, because this is who I am and I will not live my life in quiet desperation, right? And so that's the spiritual journey. You know, the spiritual journey is being courageous enough to peel back the onion to your truth. What is true for you? What is in your heart? right? To face your shadow, right? All of the darkness inside of you, you know, people try and act like, you know, oh, I'm this perfect little angel. I can never do anything ever. No, everybody has light and darkness inside of them, right? You know, why do you think we've had genocides and Hitler's come to rise? Because human beings are capable of horrible things, 
Okay. And you know, you have, people have to accept that, you know, so sometimes, you know, you're going to church every week and do to do, you know, you think, you know, your you shit don't stink and you're perfect and you're better than everybody else. It's like, stop it. Okay. Everybody has light and darkness. And when you take that spiritual journey, what you do is you don't reject that part of yourself. What you do is you love that darkness anyway, and you accept it, right? And if you do have a fucked up thought or something, a horrible thought, you don't reject it. You just, there it is. And just, you know what, I'm going to do something different. I'm not going to act on that, right? And so that's coming from a place of being practical, being educated, (laughs) you know, and doing some work and not living in ignorance. And, you know, I just feel like so many people, they look to other people, they look to their ministers, they look to their parents, they look to, um, you know, your educators, you know, everybody's, they look to their doctors, right? Look in your own heart, right? Do your own research, become an independent thinker, Think for yourself, find your own truth, and then that's a beautiful place to operate. And then that's a place where you can start healing, especially if you're dealing with addiction. And, you know, it's, um, you know, addiction, drugs, you know, things like that have always been around me in my life um, because that's a society that we live in you know, and nobody wants to talk about it. So I just thought that I would express my thoughts about it. And hopefully my words can impact, motivate, inspire somebody and help somebody. And, you know, I'm just praying for the world right now. And I'm praying for everybody. And, you know, God bless you. And hopefully I can talk to you guys soon. You know, this was you know, I know a tough conversation, um, but it was what was on my heart. So hopefully it helps somebody. So have a great day, everyone.